What's up, wild animals? I'm Melanie Vesey, and welcome to another promotional rescue talk show where I talk with my guests about how they promote themselves without feeling gross. And I'm super excited about today's episode because I have Jared, who owns Comedy Hub. Maybe you've seen my comedy show, Antidepressant Comedy Hour, over on Comedy Hub. I And this show, uh, the promotional rescue talk show, also plays on Comedy Hub on Wednesdays at noon. And I am... I'm such a fan of this guy. He's helped my comedy show and my talk show. He's made the graphic uh, that you're watching this on. He's also a streamer, uh, and he's got his own company called uh, Stream Come True, where he can consult you on uh, your streaming dreams uh, and help those come true over on Twitch. Um, and you can also follow Comedy Hub at ComedyHubLive.com. And I built that website. Uh, so Comedy Hub is amazing. Please make a donation, subscribe, follow them, fawn, favorite, and follow them as I always suggest to people. But this is how the show works. In the first part of the show, I'm going to be talking with Jared about his best tips and tricks. And then over on Patreon, I'm going to be talking with him about the best and the worst thing that's ever happened to him. And both of these conversations are pretty juicy. In the first conversation, we talk about healthy collaborations, which you're going to watch uh, for free on most of my social media platforms. But over on Patreon, you're going to hear the story about this event that he threw in Oregon and how it just, you know, the forces that be stopped this event from happening. And everybody knows that your greatest fear of putting together an event is that no one comes, it gets canceled, something happens. We're going to hear that story and about how he bounced back from it. And then his greatest story about promoting is Comedy Hub, how it's been a success, how he's connected with people, earned from it, kept going and feeling good about what he's doing and what he's putting out in the world. So it's a pretty great conversation. You can watch the full episode over on my Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash Melanie Vesey. If you want to know more about me, melaniebessie.com. That's all my comedy, my films, my specials, what have you. And if you want to know more about what I do, my services, a promotions consultant, you can get that over at promotionalrescue.com. So thanks so much for watching, you guys. Stay tuned. Hey, Jared, how's it going? Hey, Melanie, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're talking like we don't talk every single freaking week. This is hilarious. Oh, uh, I know, I know. But I'm a little out of practice because I think we've went a few weeks without doing one of these. Uh, so we, we've gotten a little break since Thanksgiving. I know. Well, you and I work together quite a bit. My weekly comedy show is on Comedy Hub every Sunday night, the Antidepressant Comedy Hour. Uh, and that's how our relationship started, which I'm super grateful for. And then we started working together. Uh, you know, I built your website for uh, Comedy Hub. And then uh, and then I started this talk show and you were kind enough to help me produce this comedy show. So to anybody out there, all of this gorgeous stuff that you see around it, I didn't make that. Jared did it. So... He's your guy. I'll, so I'll, I'll take credit unless there's complaints. And then, <laughs> then, then I, I didn't do it. I didn't have anything to do with anything. You got something to complain about. I only did the good stuff. The good stuff is what <laughs> I did. Uh, but thanks, Melanie, and appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's I've worked behind the scenes here, uh, you know, for a few months, working on Comedy Hub in general as the uh, handling the operations and the on-screen things and organizing shows, and I was. 
lucky enough to meet you early on in my journey with Comedy Hub, and you said yes. I mean, I still don't understand why. I still just hope that, you know, I'm, I'm looking to not mess things up is kind of my, my goal. If I don't mess it up today, I'm, I've done all I've, I've tried to do. And, you know, you were, you were, I don't know if it's nice enough or crazy enough. I don't know which one to say, but you said yes, and that's what counts. And, I mean, I think it's been a fun ride over, you know, during the whole I agree. virus I totally agree. Thing. And you're what I call a healthy collaboration. So when I talk to people about their healthy collaborations, it's like, how do we decide to jump into a relationship with somebody online? I mean, in person, I mean... <laughs> That's so much therapy and what have you, but whatever. We're talking about <laughs> online relationships, right? So you discovered uh, when you were doing, when you were deciding, maybe I'm just kind of putting words in your mouth to just to, to launch Comedy Hub, you were looking for online shows. And then you contacted me uh, and my co-producer, Gina, and then we had a meeting. So talk about that process of what you were looking for uh, when you were looking for content or creators to be on Comedy Hub. For sure. And it kind of goes back to what I was doing before we even got going with Comedy Hub. I'm a kind of casual Twitch streamer. And by just being a nerd and learning that technology and having a passion for it, I started teaching other people and it led me to doing my own little consulting firm, uh, Stream Come True Consulting. You can find me on Twitter if you ever got a question. Um, and so... I, along with that, I ran into a couple of friends that were doing these Zoom shows. I didn't even know what Zoom was. I, I, I heard, oh, it's the new Skype. I was like, they needed a new one? Um, but so, um, so I go to this first comedy show, and I'm like, wow. And they've got like 50 people here. I'm like, there's better ways to do this, and I can help them do it. You know, we can integrate other things with this and make it bigger and better. And that's where, you know, I took a little bit of my Twitch knowledge and, you know, some of my my passion projects and just, you know, the, you know, some of the nerdiness that I like to get into and have fun with and put it with, you know, other people's art. And that's how we got Comedy Hub. And, you know, I started looking into other people that were doing interesting things on Zoom that we might be able to bring to a broader live stream audience. And, you know, that's how I found you and Gina and what you guys were doing. And, you know, then I also, you know, kind of looked back at what you were doing in the real world. So hopefully one day we can transition this these kind of things back to the real world. But I saw you guys were doing something interesting. I reached out. You guys were nice enough to give me a little bit of your time to try to convince you into going on this journey with me. And, and now you have an award-winning show on our little comedy channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like that journey is kind of important to talk about because I feel like when I'm talking to people about what they're putting online, it's because I want them to be discoverable, right? I want people to be able to find them, which is then what you did. You probably put some things in the search in, in the search bar. I mean, how did you oh, yeah. how did you? Uh I, first, I mean, I just started, the first thing I did was I typed Zoom into Twitter search. Mm. And then, then the first thing I seen was just uh, everybody and their brother complaining about Zoom. But <laughs> then, then I was like, oh, I got to get a little more narrow with this. Let's go with Zoom comedy. And I found a few shows. And then I seen 
I started looking into where were these people listing their shows. Because they were a little bit difficult to find, and they still are, some more so than others, but there's still a lot of people out there putting out good stuff. They just haven't got it in front of everybody yet. And so I just kept digging and digging, went to Facebook, went to Instagram. I, I hit all the social medias, and then, then it led me to Eventbrite. And the more and more I searched, the more shows I would find that were putting on good people or having interesting people. You know, and because it's not for me, it's not always been about just finding that big name person that everybody knows. No, no, no. I want to find interesting things that people are doing to be original and see how we can collaborate and put that on in a new medium because everybody that's in the, the comedy space is all experimenting with a new medium right now. This has been a time honored tradition of you got to get on stage to do your craft mm. it, 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 in the early stages of it uh, you know it, you got to do the open mics you got to do the hustle otherwise even your peers won't respect you unless you have done that hustle for a while and i mean the that holds true in a lot of aspects even in streaming being a smaller yeah. streamer you got to put in your time you got to do your hustling then you get a few more viewers. Then you get a few more people in the seats as a comedian. Then you get a few more offers to collaborate with other people. So that growth, uh, you know, translates over in a lot of areas. And I've seen a lot of similarities with what comedians were bringing to the table when it came to doing live stream shows, which is really all they're doing in Zoom. It's a live stream show. Yeah. But there's other tools that I was able to introduce to people and go, hey, let's try this. Or even like with your show, you were one of the first people that was bringing in a DJ every week. And, oh, it just adds a whole nother element. And I've encouraged that with several other shows now. And now we're reaching out to Twitch DJs in order to incorporate a whole nother section of Twitch oh. with what we've created in our little comedy corner, you know? I love that. I love it. And I can't stress this to people enough that you can totally do your thing on your own. Absolutely. I, I'm not somebody who always collaborates with people. But when I do, and that's because, you know, of course, we've all been burned. We've all been burned by that person who, you know, doesn't do any of the work, takes all the credit, like just is kind of riding along. And it's very frustrating when you feel like you're carrying that person. So that's why I feel like it's always important to talk about healthy collaborations, because when you have two people who are doing their part, that energy, it's like we bring it to you, you bring it to us and you have a healthy working relationship with somebody like you're good to each other. You, you follow through, you meet deadlines, you like have that great working relationship. And then that is when those audiences get shared and it moves it moves the needle forward you know but you have to be discoverable people have to be able to find you and what they find needs to be attractive oh is there a good social media presence going on are these good photos and for me it's not like the person has to have a million followers i just have to see that they're trying and they're hustling right i just have to see oh, yeah. that they're doing the damn thing you know like and, and oh, that's, are you doing that's it regularly? what you're talking about is one thing you know the discoverability and the the hustle and the collaboration that's what twitch and live streaming is built on if you look at twitch as just a singular platform for live streaming their discoverability is shit. It's yeah. just, you know, you're, you've got, if, you know, you go to a section where we're at, a lot of our shows we broadcast in 
special events and we had talk shows and podcasts and you know there's not a stand-up comedy section on twitch you know they have moved it toward a lot more non-gaming areas but comedy is probably the newest that's kind of come in in its own way and so you know the with live streaming that collaboration because there's no discoverability on twitch is kind of why you know i took comedy hub to there first so, in case we all fell on our face, one, uh, we haven't been accidentally discovered and blew up. The, you know, the people <laughs> that show up and watch us on a nightly basis are people that we went out there and got. They're, they're people that, you know, you brought along. They're people that, you know, the other, uh, I think we're up to around 20 shows every week now. Wow. Um, you know, the, that all the hard work that those people have done through all those shows, you know, those are the people that we get. And, you know, it's not that, you know, Twitch isn't like putting us on their front page. It's, you know, it's nothing, you know, that that won't happen eventually because we do get good viewerships and those collaborations yeah. have worked out really great for us. You know, but... Uh, you know, now, you know, in our evolution, we are looking for those new ways to be discovered, those new collaborations that are going to help bring us a few more eyeballs and hopefully share the, our eyeballs with some other people that are, you know, bring that bring our own value to the collaboration where, you know, just a few months ago when we started the whole thing, my, you know, you always want to bring some kind of value to the collaboration. And my main value was, hey, guys, I can help y'all with all the nerdy stuff. But you guys are the talented ones as far as what people want to see. I'll just help you get it out there so people can see it. So, you know, that way we still each, everybody on every side of that collaboration was still bringing their own special tools and value to it. And, you know, so always look for, you know, how can you, you know, uh, definitely improve the team? Because, you you know, if you're going to be part of the team, don't be the dead weight. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't be the dead weight. <laughs> We're begging of you. You've got to figure out what your contribution is. And it's and what's hard is that in this, you know, 2020 world, it's like you have to have the thing and, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I've got the good comedy chops and I, I understand how Zoom works or I understand how promotion works or, hey, I also do this thing. It's like, unfortunately, we can't just be one note. You know, we have to have other things that we can bring to the table. So also, too, you get to see because you're in two different worlds, you get to see a lot about how comedians uh, promote all of this. Stuff. And, and here's the thing. You are amazing at promoting the comics i can't like you are so good to us you put up bios you put up venmos you put i mean to me that is like mwah. like i that's all we want is for people to know who we are what we're doing where to get that information so you get to see how comedians do all of this stuff and you also get to see how streamers do all of this stuff so what do you feel like are like the biggest takeaways that you've seen that really, really work for people in those two spaces that you get to see kind of from that God's eye? Well, view? I mean, it, the main topic of our conversation, it's the collaboration. I mean, I'm even looking at comedians who are moving into the new spaces on their own, even outside of Comedy Hub, whether, 
you know, their their personalities like Ron Funches or uh, I, I even seen that uh, I can't remember the guy's name all of a sudden. Of course, I couldn't during an interview. But uh, but there's several, you know, uh, more top uh, Thomas Middlevich uh, from HBO oh, yeah, uh-huh. Silicon Valley, um, yeah. you know, uh, uh, stage performers and even larger musicians like uh, like T-Pain even had flocked to Twitch over the last couple of years and you know they it it took them a while to adjust and they found out that using collaboration with people existing in that platform already was the fastest way for them to even grow their own uh channels and you know their own podcast and programming you know i mean looking at the podcast world you know of course there's a million podcasts out there and i i, I think everybody has one and if you don't, you probably have had one. But uh, <laughs> at least but you've been on one. <laughs> that, that too, or you've been on one. But the thing is, like, it's that collaboration that allows those podcasts to grow. If you just throw it up on iTunes, nobody's ever going to listen to it. But then, once you have your friend on, then your friend and his friends, or other friends, are going to listen to it. And that's the same way in the comedy world. Just like you've had a bunch of people on this show, you know, each time you've had those people on, it's brought a few new eyeballs. And, you know, now, uh, granted, you know, there's also other purposes with having those people on because you do want to hear their story and you do want to get that, bring that info out so other people can learn from that info. But, you know, it's that collaboration that I, that's really helping the growth as well, as well with, if you have substance with it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, without the substance, the collaboration really ain't going to work because neither one of you are doing nothing. You're just sitting here staring at each other without any kind of <laughs> substance. But um, I've had plenty of conversations that seem that way. Um, <laughs> but... but um, but along with that collaboration, uh, I noticed that, you know, having all these new people that's just brand new to the platform that aren't gamers, that are looking for things to do, they're learning that, you know, just playing, you know, a simple trivia game and having a few friends on, you know, can create a whole new experience than what they were doing before when they were just doing a one-on-one podcast or, you know, just sitting there playing a video game, talking to the people in chat, those collaborations create new moments and new content that usually go in unexpected ways. And it's just been my experience. I think it's more the people I like to collaborate with. It creates good positive experiences. Mm. That's great. I mean, I, I really like can't stress that, like good working relationships. Uh, and then and then in making those decisions, like, how do you make those decisions? You know what I mean? It's like I always tell people that I will have a meeting with somebody like like we did, you know, and you find out about somebody pretty quickly just by talking to them. You're totally like, what the fuck is this? Who is this person? Like, what's going on with them? And then for me, I always go through all of their social media and I always just take a look because it really does become very clear whether they have good intentions, uh, whether they are good at promotion. And here's the thing, I'm not saying you need to be like the biggest whiz, uh, amazing at all of this. Like sometimes when I ask people to be on the show, they're like, I, I don't know if I'm good at it. And I'm like, oh my God, but you you are though, you are, you know what I mean? So you've got a following, you're trying, I see your grind, like I see your effort in all of it. So 
Um, so when you make those decisions for people to be on your channel, how do you decide? Like when it really well, comes like, down like to creeping it? somebody's social media. I know I call it <laughs> creeping, so it sounds a little dirtier than it is. But but you know you do want to research the people that you're. I mean, when I was first getting going, and you know just my background with just organizing things, I had been into music, I'd worked at a lot of bars and organized events there, but comedy's a whole new world for me, other than just being yeah. a fan and listening to a bunch of podcasts, so, you know, maybe I have a little deeper connection than just your average Netflix watcher, but, you know, it's, you know, you, you really do want to look at these people and see what were they doing, you know, mm. I, I, you know, what, are they even making an attempt to push their own product? You know, because yeah. I mean, it's all, it all is a product. We all, you know, whether we are, you know, only getting, you know, the workout that's involved with it, or like I've heard you say a million times about, you know, how your show, and I mean, it's also named the Antidepressant Comedy Hour, but it is, you know, a, uh, a source of uh, medication for you in a way where, you know, it helps your mental health. It gives, it lets you go through some of those motions that, you know, you wouldn't get otherwise in the middle of a pandemic when you can't leave your house and a lot, a lot of those normal activities are put on hold now, but, you know, it gives you that sense of normalcy. You get to meet up with some friends, you get to perform, you know, and, but if you're, but it's also a product. It's yeah. also something you're putting out there, even if, you know, the the product or the value that you're getting out of it is more mental and not financial, right. it's still, it's oh, still yeah, of substance. Me. And oh, if you're not yeah. going to share that with people, then why am I going to ever think you're going to share my product with people? Exactly. Right? I mean, that right there, that little moment. That's why when I go over to people's social media and I'm like, I see no evidence that of what you're doing. And I'm like, so how how are you going to partner me in this? And that sounds very selfish, but it's like this is a relationship. And if you can't bring money, right, it's like then you're go you're going to bring your effort. Right. So, OK, great. So that's how it is. And also, too, in kind of circling back to what we talked to before, when I'm always talking. To, so the way things used to be was. You could be absolutely no one and then someone would discover you and help you develop. And now it's like you have to be developed in order for somebody to discover you, which is oh, yeah. why you have to put in that effort. So you and just like in, in I think it was uh, when I talked with Charlie Wilson, he was like, you have to be your biggest fan. Like you've got to be your promoter. You've got to be your own manager. You've got to be your own advertising agent. You've got to be your own cheerleader. Like you've got because if 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 somebody doesn't see it in you, they're they're like, I don't like how is this going to work? Like, I'm not going to carry this whole thing for you. This stranger person who can give you development money or something, which doesn't really exist anymore. Oh, and, and now I days you've even got to take it a step further where you really do have to be your own producer you have yes. to be your own tech person i mean i know in your act you have a little bit of a bit about it that you know if you're going to look for a partner they need to have extra skills they they need to build do some resume building but uh but, but you know <laughs> I, I it, it yeah, really is like, you you do like need you, those extra skills if you'd if you don't run lights and sound, like, how are we going to keep this relationship going? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is a new day, but it also, 
gives new opportunity to those people willing to do those extra things. I mean, I think out of the pandemic, you know, we've seen a new form of an old art form develop. And along with that, we're going to see new people create new skills and new ways of doing it, whether, you know, people are changing their backgrounds and incorporating that in their comedy now, you know, there's they're going to find a whole new ways of producing their own content that yeah. they just didn't think about because they were hustling and they were on stage every night. But now they're at home every night. So what are they going to focus that extra energy on? And they're learning those new tools. And I think yeah, that no. only makes the whole genre better because it gives people more options to develop their art. Yeah, you got to You have to adapt like and I think it is really challenging because it's like it's hard enough just to do this stuff anyway. And then to be asked to add these new tasks onto this list, it, it can be very overwhelming for people. And that's a lot of reasons why I even have this talk show is because I feel like that overwhelm makes people sometimes stop. And I'm like, if you can just do a little bit at a time and also to work with other people, ask for help, like it is out there to help you. So you come from this like streaming back background. So can you talk to the streamers about what do you feel like has been really helpful for you in promoting the channel or promoting your own stuff? Like maybe stuff that you see working or not working for other streamers. Oh, sure. And uh, there's, uh, you know, I think there's almost a million people who stream on Twitch and in just our short time, we have went from, you know, almost no viewers, which where everybody starts, that there's no shame in not having any viewers exactly. because you have to start somewhere. So, you know, yes. if you're sitting there streaming and nobody's showing up, that's okay because you're still working, you're still developing and that's fine. But, uh, but then, you know, do reach out to people and collaborate. I think that is the number one way of growing in an area where there isn't much discoverability is to talk to other people, is to have other people help you out and to offer them, hey, how can I help you? Ask that question because you may have something of value that they want to bring into that collaboration that you don't know you possess till you hear someone mention it. And I think that is where a lot of people folly in that they just don't want to reach out. They don't want to have that mm -hmm. conversation with people in order to discover that they may have other skills where they can help out and where they can help, you know, someone else grow. And that can, you know, also be returned to them. And oh, my God. That is such, just to put a pin in that. That is such a good point, because I think it is hard to ask for help. I feel like and it's and, you know, maybe you don't even have to frame it as asking for help. It's kind of like, hey, I'd love to talk with you about this. I would love to. I just feel like it is really challenging. And I love that you said that everybody starts from zero. Everybody does, you know, and I and I also know, too, that it's sometimes hard to watch those channels or people or whatever that have this like meteoric rise you know what i mean where it's like boom in six months they're on the front page and they're killing it and oh, you're yeah. like Ugh. it's hard to be that person and i feel like most people's experience is long-term grind it's just consistency day in day out a oh. little bit at a time little incremental growth you know 10 new people three new people 20 new people like it's just 
and not everybody's going to have this like out of nowhere shot out of a cannon experience. And I don't know if that's necessarily healthy. I don't know if that's necessarily like <laughs> the good thing. You don't. Well, you, you, I mean, it's and like it's. I think it's more of a personal thing, though. Whether you know, it's. I, I think for certain people, they waste those opportunities when they they can't they. Yeah, what, uh, what's a good analogy there? You know, when they're like a shooting star, you know, they catch yeah. their shooting star and they go from zero to a hundred in no time. And, you know, and some people waste that and then end up, you know, they end up in a weird mental state where some of those people go away and then they never get it back. They're always mm -hmm. worried why. And mm -hmm. instead of looking at what might have shot them there in the first place and going, mm. oh, maybe it is time to go back and, you know, start with the basics again and build up. They, mm. they, turn, they turn it into a negative thing when a lot of the people who are grinding and slowly getting there, you know, have a different mental outlook on it because they didn't get all that instant success. So they're like, I worked harder for this. So I'm definitely going to, you know, adapt and change and figure out why these people are still coming here and how they continue to get a few more names. And uh, it's it's a big difference in po just being positive about it and negative about it when you look at the overall outlook of how you got where you're at and how you want to look, you know, uh, internally to, you know, how do I keep growing or if I didn't grow and I shrunk some, what did I do different that caused that? You know, a lot of people don't want to be self-reflective on those things. And I think that's the biggest detriment anybody can have in a long-term area like streaming, where it is a long game. It's not, yeah. there's very few overnight successes. The few overnight successes that do happen, it's generally, they still weren't an overnight success. I've uh, I've heard a lot of comedians talk about, you know, you're not even an overnight success till you've been doing it for 10 years. You know, yeah. and or, or something <laughs> along those lines that, you know, overnight success has been doing it for 10 years. That's very similar in streaming, too. Usually even that person you, you know, was nobody yesterday and today they're super popular. They've been doing this for years and just yeah. so happened the right person stopped by their channel and shared it with some other people. And we see that in every aspect of entertainment. You know, not just streaming, but, you know, so yeah. the people who are grinding, the people who are working the stage every night, the people who are now working the Zoom rooms every night, you know, those when they do blow up, people are, of course, going to look at it like, oh, they're overnight success. But no, 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 no. There's no overnight successes or very no. few for that matter. It's a lottery. And well, I'm and not in it, it is, to win the lottery. If it is overnight success, it's probably for a bad reason. Like <laughs> that too. <laughs> like a sex tape got leaked, TMZ, you crashed your car into something, you killed somebody. Like we don't want any of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, I think want... that's more infamy. Yeah. I don't I don't need the infamy. I'll, I'll stick with just the fame. <laughs> yeah, we want we want long term. Uh, nice, not stressful, slow build. We just want to keep building. And also too, to point out what you said too about how this is internal, right? And I can't speak to that enough because people always come to me and they are like, tell me what to do. You know what I mean? And I talk <laughs> with them and I'm usually listening to like, what what is the problem with them? What is it? Are they... Uh, are they too uh, resistant? Are they greedy? Do they tell me that they hate social media, but yet they want a whole bunch of new followers? I'm like, what are you like? 
how do you expect to tell me that you hate something and you think it is the root of all evil, but you want 10,000 new followers? I'm like, how does that go together? Like, so Very oxymoronish, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like, I, I, I see that in streaming as well. I mean, you, you, you can uh, just type in hashtag Twitch and scroll just through <laughs> all the live streamers that are saying exactly what you're saying, but... You know, it's it's just weird that that's a, the the cycle and conundrum that almost everybody that needs to promote that don't want to promote is in. I mean, and it's it, that, that's I think you've you've hit the 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 golden egg, the magic key, the whatever it is that that, that we all need the answer to. And how do we how do we hit your website and pay for that, Melanie? <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody can get me at promotionalrescue.com and I can rescue uh, your promotion. But it is an inside job, right? Because that's why I'm always telling people, I could give you the 10 ways to share your event. I could give you the 10 ways to share your stream, your whatever, your album, your movie, your, your comedy show, whatever it is. If you don't feel right inside, you're going to do it a little bit or some of it or whatever, and then you're going to stop because you're not right with it. And I feel like the internet knows. It almost is this like weird thing where it truly does amplify whatever it is you've got going on. You know, so if you've got all those terrible feelings about what happens on Twitter and Facebook is just a cesspool and like, yeah, I get it, but so is humanity. Like, I mean, you don't like, that's everything. That's everyone. And in your corner of the world, you can bring your good thing, your fucking awesomeness, your point of view, your awesome conversation or whatever it is. You can only worry about what's happening in your corner and make it the best it possibly can be. Definitely. <laughs> people Jared's worry totally about like, other people's corners way too much well i think it is very difficult and i i feel like we do have to look at other people's situations and sometimes their success which i know for me in all honesty i can be a jealous motherfucker i i have been very very close to to like that meteoric amazingness so many times i can get so butthurt about this stuff but the truth is i i can look at this stuff now and i've learned not to stare i've learned not to just be like oh my god i'm the worst in the world it's like i gotta put the eyes back on myself what are my resources what are my points of value what are the things that i can contribute to this and how do I stay comfortable? Because if I'm not comfortable, just like what Charlie Wilson said, I keep on I keep on referencing him. He, we have such a good chat, you guys. Listen to Charlie and, Wilson. And, and he, uh, we did just show his episode on Comedy Hub on Wednesday. And I just talked to him yesterday. So Charlie Amazing. is fresh on the mind around Comedy Hub as well. So Yeah, I, I really do feel like that this is such an inside job. And you gotta be right with this stuff. And like, how can you get there? And I feel like if I could unplug anything out of creative business owners, which are, you know, streamers, podcasters, you know, comedians, whatever, is to take out the urgency, which is that like, I need to get this done, or like, this is how it has to be. And it's like, oh my God, just slow down, take a breath. No one is tapping their toe. No one is gonna be mad at you. If you got to yell about you need it now, then you need to stop and look two months out from now 
and start working on that project. Yeah. Because that's the important project, not the one you're already panicking about because you're probably already too late. And <laughs> you're so and and but you look all over social media, that is a big thing. I I see it in streaming as well. I talk to streamers all the time that are like, "But I've been doing this forever." Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you've just been doing the same thing too long. It's time for something new. And, you know, you were talking about that, that jealousy thing. It's that fear of missing out or that why not me attitude. Mm. And, and I, all of us get it. I get it. I, I see a streamer that, you know, on Twitch, a uh, big part of the culture on Twitch is rating other streamers where at the end mm. of your stream, you you send all your viewers to another stream. And yeah. You know, a lot of people do it within their own communities, people they normally game with or collaborate with. But then occasionally, you know, there are those streamers that will look a little deeper and go, let's do do it to somebody new or somebody small that, you know, they've been working their butt off and hadn't got a leg up. Let, let's help them out and let, let's do that. And it can make somebody's day. It can actually oh make God. somebody's career with the right person. Yeah. To, I mean, you know, like... um um, like somebody being on Oprah. I, I know I've heard you you talk about this with people. Uh, you know, somebody going on Oprah, how that can make their career, and if they're not ready for it, you know, whether it's their website or their back end of their business, but then you get mentioned on Oprah, and you're not able to handle that pressure, whether it be logistically or whatever the case behind the scenes yeah. may be, and it breaks your business. Yes. And that happens on Twitch and with streamers and whatever the case may be. They're not prepared for those extra people. They don't know how to react to it. So, you know, it kind of, they squander an opportunity. But then somebody else is on the outside looking at it going, well, I was ready. Why not me? <laughs> and But you can't, you, you just can't let that get you down. You got to keep going because you can ask why not me all day and never get an answer. Yeah, I it, I think what's tough about this is that's why, you know, that that Oprah story that I talk about, uh, that's why I'm always like when those, you know, in, in when you're starting out and even if you collaborate with somebody who isn't like super famous, who could co totally help your career, but you're getting practice. Oh, this is how I do this. This is how I talk in this way. This is how I feature this person. Oh, look, I can put up graphics and you you are learning right as you're going along. And it's really important that you do stuff on a on a smaller level before you get to that bigger level. And then also too the thing what you were saying about the why me, um, there is something that no one can teach which is magic. We don't know why magic happens. We don't know how magic happens. We are all trying to harness it. The only thing that you can do is be prepared for when it does happen. So say you are that person, that streamer, that comedian, that actor, filmmaker, whatever, it doesn't matter. When that big opportunity comes along and maybe you don't know how to handle it, I sure to God hope that you have a mentor, someone that you can talk to. Hey, I need some direction on how to handle this so I don't just, you know, like get shot out of a cannon and then like just land on my face. It's like, how can I just keep building and building and building and not just like build, tear down, build, tear down? Like, we don't want you to just turn off all your social media accounts because you got frustrated or flipped out about it or just quit. You know what I mean? So it's really important to have that stuff 
already set up to help you and that that comes back to those collaborations that's kind of been the key of our episode here is you know through those collaborations even if you're you haven't had a direct collaboration with someone that can help you in that situation or you know Mm. just give you advice someone you've collaborated with may have someone in their network that can help you out so you know, don't be afraid to talk about it. It's not necessarily an asking for help. It's not a yeah. failure. It's yes. research. You've yeah. got to research what you're doing, whether it be the people you work with or, you know, the problems that you're having. You know, you the only way you find a solution is to, you know, get more information about it so you can put the right pieces together to make it right for you. Exactly. And so people like yourself... Uh, with Stream Come True, you are here to help people uh, and to consult and talk with them about their streaming stuff uh, and how they can make it better. Uh, and then there's people like me. So if you need to learn about better promotion, how to maintain this stuff, how to make sure that your mindset isn't garbage uh, while you're going through this process, uh, we are here for you. So. Jared and I are now going to go over uh, and continue this conversation over on my Patreon. So you can see more about me as a stand-up comedian at MelanieVessi.com. You can get more about my services, uh, my uh, consulting uh, services. My mouth stopped working over at PromotionalRescue.com. And you can find out uh, more about Jared uh, and also to the Comedy Hub website, uh, ComedyHubLive.com. Please subscribe, make a donation. Uh, be a part of this channel. I I just adore it. I love being here. Jared is so good to me and all of my comedians uh, with being on this uh, on this platform, which is new to me, and I'm totally enjoying it. So we're gonna go over to my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/MelanieVessi, uh, and continue this conversation. So we will see you guys over there. Bye. Bye.